This program is sponsored by Cynthia McIntosh. My name is Cynthia McIntosh, and I welcome you to Nuggets of Truth broadcast. This broadcast is called to help guide uh, mankind to Christ and to feed the body of Christ through the word of God. On today, I want to do two things. First of all, I want to introduce to you my new YouTube ministry channel called Word Alive Ministries. I have new videos on every week. And if you want to find me by searching uh, YouTube, just type in my name, Cynthia, with an S. S-Y-N-T-H-I-A. You can also type in Word Alive Ministries. Uh, many years ago, when I was younger, I I questioned why my mother spelled my name with, a, with an S. And I think this is one of the reasons why. So you could find me quickly. There are not a lot of Cynthia's that spell their first name with an S. But you'll find me there and you'll probably recognize me by my voice. If you are a regular listener to me on the radio, my voice is very different and unique and I enjoy that because you can find me quickly when you see me and then hear me speak. But I hope today that you will join my YouTube channel ministry audience. I believe you will share in the experience in diving deep into God's word. The second reason for me being on radio today is to talk about one of the great benefits of Christ in your life. And that great benefit is having the joy in the Holy Ghost in your life. Oh yes, having the joy in the Holy Ghost in your life. On today I want to share some insights on what joy in the Holy Ghost is and how beloveds it empowers you to endure difficult times in your life oh yes all of us at some time or another will will encounter a moment a season and I call it a season because nothing is designed to last forever in this realm of life that we're living in now we're not in eternity this earth is just for a season but all of us will have moments when we need the joy of the Holy Ghost to help us get through that time. You see the term joy in the Holy Ghost mentioned in Romans fourteen seventeen. The scripture says in the New King James Version of Bible, For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Beloveds, these words were written to address anger. Oh yeah, they were angry. Uh... In the midst of the church, because some were eating meat, I sacrificed to idol gods. We all know in biblical times, this was a common thing to kill animals, to shed blood as a sacrifice, to get the favor of idol gods. So Paul agreed that eating this meat had no effect on them because idol gods have no power over God's people. But for the sake of keeping peace among them, he encouraged them to allow the law of love to prevail. Yes, the law of love to prevail. Paul said it was better to simply stop eating the meat out of love so that there would be peace among them. 
He encouraged them to serve others rather than to strive to please themselves. In other words, don't allow your appetite to destroy your relationships. Don't let the lust of your eyes and the lust of your flesh for food separate you from the people you love. So although the discussion came to enlighten them about the power of peace in God's kingdom, he also added two other important aspects of God's kingdom. These are righteousness and joy in the Holy Ghost. And on today, I just want to share on one of those attributes of the kingdom of God. It's a kingdom building aspect of life in the body of Christ and it's called joy in the Holy Ghost. Now joy in and of itself is a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. It's a feeling that drives out sadness. You you find yourself smiling, dancing, laughing, sleeping better, looking better, along with a host of other great changes in your life that can happen when you simply just feel joy. Beloved, the good news is that the presence of the Holy Spirit can bring this feeling into your life without, and I, and I emphasize, without the support of good circumstances around you. But, beloved, it's during your seasons of darkness, emptiness, loss of hope, loss of people that you love, loss of sources of security like employment or your government social security your joy in the holy spirit can be your only and best option of survival you see this thought also in first thessalonians 1 verse 6 it says so you receive the message with joy from the holy spirit in spite of the severe suffering it bought you in this way you imitated both us and the lord Now, from this text, I want to emphasize the words joy from the Holy Spirit. This is Paul speaking to the Thessalonica church, the church in Thessalonia. They experienced joy not from what was happening to them because they were being persecuted for being believers of Christ. But their joy came from the Holy Spirit. This implies, again, that the Holy Spirit can do something to shift your emotions out of sadness into joyfulness. Dear hearts, the actions of the Holy Spirit moves us out of what I call a give-up mode to a let's-stay-alive mode. Christ wants you to hear this message, and I emphasize this because of Satan's message, to either commit suicide So you can end what you feel or commit unrighteous stress-releasing acts to change how you feel. Now, these unrighteous acts can include use of illegal drugs or excessive use of legal drugs to make you feel better. It can include eating foods dangerous to your health or overeating of healthy foods. This is where we eat until we feel better. Oh, yes, I really believe this is the idea behind the thought of having buffets. Just keep eating and eating till you just feel better. It can also include the the, the stress-releasing acts to change how you feel. It can include life of sex with multiple partners, with children, with animals. Oh, yes, people are doing 
awful things to try to make them feel better. I'm talking about sex outside of a commitment of marriage. For marriage was God's ideal for having a sexual relationship outside of it. It's totally out of God's will, but through sexual perversion in our flesh, we we tend to, to, to get out of God's plan into a plan, again, to make us feel better. Now, I'll stop here talking about this, but be assured that Satan will offer you his remedy for your malady of sadness. But the good news is that Christ's remedy for your sadness is joy in the Holy Spirit. Now, one way to look at the work of the Holy Spirit to provide us joy is through Ephesians 5.18. Ephesians 5.18. This scripture encourages us to replace drunkenness through wine with being filled with the Holy Spirit. Let me say this again. It encourages us to replace, oh yes, replace drunkenness through wine with being filled with the Holy Spirit. This is what Ephesians 5.18 says in the New King James Version. But be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled, filled, filled with the Spirit. Now, beloved, when you look at the entirety of discussion where these words are mentioned, Paul is encouraging the church to not walk as fools, but as people of wisdom. Now, let me show you this as I read the entire context that includes Ephesians 5.18. I want to start reading at the 15th verse of Ephesians 5 and in it, verse 18. Listen to this. It says, see then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is and be not drunk with wine, which is in excess, but be filled with the spirit. Now, beloved, two things are implied in the scripture. First, it implies that being drunk with wine will make you do things that are unwise. If you want to act wisely and not foolishly, do not get drunk with wine. Don't drink to the point where you do things that are immoral without a feeling of guilt. We all know drunk people can sometimes do things outside of their morals. Now, one biblical example of this occurred in the life of Lot and his daughters after they were forced to leave Sodom and Gomorrah. God wanted to destroy the city, but before he destroyed it, he let his believers in him free to leave. And you see this story in Genesis chapter 19, verse 31, 37. In that story, in that scripture, you see that both of Lot's daughters got him drunk first and got him to have sex with them they both got impregnated by their father which even at that time was not God's plan for birthing children into the world as it was then so it is now drunkenness is a sin that seldom acts alone it is a sin very provoking to God and is a great hindrance oh yes it's a hindrance to spiritual life so if you're getting drunk with wine, this story lets you know that it's dangerous. And that's why for this reason I share with you this second truth of this text is that the Holy Spirit and wine are the same in some ways. 
The Holy Spirit can affect how we think. However, with the Holy Spirit, you are led down a path of righteousness instead of immorality. Instead of causing you to act foolishly, you act wisely. Oh, yes. Drunkenness pulls your mind into a realm of wickedness, but the Holy Spirit pulls you into a realm of righteousness. Your actions are initiated internally for both drunkenness through wine and being filled with the Holy Spirit. Wine gets into your bloodstream, affects your thinkings, and guides you to do stupid things. But the Holy Spirit fills you by speaking to you with truth and guides you to do righteous things. Beloved, the Holy Spirit will fill you to a point of acting wisely on a premise of joy. Join the Holy Spirit is a product of what we're thinking and feeling. The Holy Spirit changes how you think and feel through words of wisdom and understanding. Well, beloveds, I've run out of time. Uh, join me next week. I want to finish this up. But know that the joy in the Holy Spirit is yours for your blessing as a kingdom dweller. God bless you. And I hope to share again with you next week. This program was sponsored by Cynthia McIntosh.